No worries. Now, Jasmine, we've been talking about things to boost our immune system, especially during the cold and flu season. Now, we've spoken about foods, things to eat and enjoy, things to avoid. How about other things non-related to food that we can do to keep our gut and whole mind healthy? Oh, my gosh, there's so many. Where do we start? One would be (laughs) when you're not in that peak needing the rest stage. I spoke about sleep before. When you're not in that peak stage of just needing to genuinely sleep it off, I would get outside. If you don't have the energy to walk, just sit in the sun, you know, sitting in the grass and actually putting your feet onto the ground to really recharge, getting that beautiful vitamin D and sunshine on your skin. That's going to really help boost your immune system. And so many of us are depleted in vitamin D anyway. Um, So I would say do that, then build up to going for those small walks. You're getting that fresh air. And even though we are in a lockdown and needing restricted times, it's still getting out there. That's beautiful for your mental health just to be out and about in the real world. Um, I would even recommend non-food related uh, to just call your friends and keep in touch with people so that you're not just scrolling on social media and you're not just doing those Netflix binges, like actually having that real connection. I mean, it's easy to Netflix binge when we're sick, but you do need that real connection for your mental health to feel better, not just physically, but mentally. And then coming back to that sleep, I cannot stress it enough how important our sleep is. And I know we spoke about this in Glenn, you don't sleep, but (laughs) our body needs the sleep to repair. It really does for the digestion itself, but also just for that repair, building our immune system, keeping it really strong. So if anything above all that you take away from this, go to sleep. Is there an idea... <laughs> and he's asleep. He's gone. He's gone for the rest of the night. Is there an ideal time to get to sleep? Because they do say for an adult, isn't that right, that we should be getting seven and a half to nine hours sleep or something like that on average. Should we be yeah. getting to bed at a certain time of the night to make the most of sleep or it doesn't matter as such? I feel like the best hours are the before midnight hours. They're the ones that you get the best quality. So if you go to bed at, say, 930 any of you go to bed at 9.30, like, no, we're still you're on getting air. that quality before midnight. <laughs> All right, so- I mean, everyone's different, right? Like you guys don't finish till 10, so you can't go to sleep yeah. before midnight. So, of course, getting eight hours after midnight is fine for you. But if you're just an average person, get to bed as early as possible. 9.30 is a good time to wind down in bed. Now, as we know, I'm obviously always looking for the loophole. You're saying to get to bed before <laughs> midnight. But what about, for example, like is there a certain time say, like, after 3 o'clock in the morning when would be a good time to go to sleep? Oh, my God. That makes me cringe. I just can't even believe there's a 3 (laughs) a.m. No, but I mean, like, look, if you can't get to bed before then, also look at your wind-down routine so that when you are asleep, whether it's for five hours or for nine hours, it's quality sleep. So when you wake up, you feel refreshed regardless of the hours. Quick question. One of the things that I heard... um, Many years ago, I was um, part of a, a radio show which was um, called Truck Radio. It was for, for truck drivers through the night, and they had sleep experts and stuff. They were talking about the sleep cycle, a 90-minute sleep cycle. Is that a real thing? Is it like yeah. if you get that 90 minutes, you could be as refreshed as if you'd slept for nine hours? I mean, that's a loophole as well. Okay. <laughs> yes, to a degree. I'm you I'm need to sleep. <laughs> and 90 minutes is not going to give you a full night's sleep. Right. But it'll give you a little bit of a refreshment. Yeah, like, I mean, if you need a nap in the, in the day, if you need a little breather, I actually recommend to have a, an espresso and then have your sleep because when the caffeine finally kicks in, about 30 minutes later, you'll wake up naturally. And so that's your perfect nap time. Wow. Yeah. Great there you go, Glenn. That's for you as well. Yes. Yeah.
<laughs> can can I replace so that caffeine with a bottle of Coke? Is better, though. <laughs> Do you I mean, did you hear what he said? That? I said, can no. I replace no. that coffee with with a bottle of Coke? <laughs> Will it be the same thing? <laughs> I know, I know. No more Coke. We are talking next week about what to drink instead of Coke and how to change your taste buds. I think that's coming, guys. We're working on Glenn's Coke. Yes. We're going to transform Glenn's life. This is what we're going to have you for. (laughs) Yes. Jasmine, he'll be a new man by the end of the year. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Jasmine. As always, you're full of wealth and knowledge and we look forward to having you on next week to talk about alternatives to junk food, especially for Glenn. (laughs) Amazing. Can't wait.